guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA podcast or the Ike MMA show. I'm joined once again in the studio by um fellow fight fan, but I won't say fellow um, fighter because I'm not a fighter, but you are an active mixed martial arts fighter. Jonathan Mills will kick MMA. Jonathan, how are you doing? Blessed. I'm good, man. Blessed to be on the show again. Thank you, Ike. Uh, how's your weekend and how was your brother's fight? Ah, it was great. Both both my brother and Mike Evans fought really well. I both thought they were both on the wrong end of a decision, but the videos should be out soon. Uh, but yeah, Philip, I really enjoyed. I thought Perry's fight got fight of the night uh, and his opponent was really good opponent as well, as well as Mike Evans had a good opponent as well. But yeah, both good good fights. Uh, yeah, both I thought decisions could have gone either way, but in my opinion, I thought that... Uh, Maybe I'm biased, but I need to watch it back. But I truly thought Perry and Mike won. But yeah, both, yeah. Good, both good. How was your weekend and how have you been? Uneventful. Um, like I was explaining to you earlier before we did the intro, to, I, was, I recently, about a month ago, was summoned by the courts to do jury service. I tried to get out of it. I, I forgot to mention that. I tried to get out of it by giving an excuse, but they wouldn't accept it. So, uh, yeah. Here I am. Today's my first day. It's been quite an uneventful day. So until they actually call me into the courtroom, I'll say, you know, that's when I've really, I, I really get to see and experience what it's really like, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So I've heard some people have done it and there's been some really interesting cases that they've been hearing in the courtroom. So uh, let's see what happens if it does happen for me. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, this past weekend, quite a few, well, the UFC event that happened, UFC Vegas 65, I think it was, uh, UFC Fight Night. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't really see any fights that really caught my attention. Maybe the first one, is it the um, Kennedy into Chuku and his um, uh, his 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 uh, opponent, Ion um, Katarble, Katarble or something. Um Cooper Lava, Cooper, Cooper Lava, Iron Cooper Lava, the, the main event. Yes, 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 I Iron saw. Lava, yeah, because yeah, it was meant to be, um, oh, what's his name? Derek Lewis. It thing on that. I don't know what will happen there, but he had to go to hospital. But uh, the Iron Coops of Lava, yeah, he got, he got probably knocked out, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Towards the end, they got up against the cage and was <laughs> it was a stoppage, really. This ref had to, uh, had to step in and stop the fight. No, it's nice yeah, how he got... finished it, yeah. <laughs> it's nice how he, how he finished the, his opponent off. Um, yeah. Um, I, I say that kind of just to save face on my part because the rest of the card just didn't really do it for me this weekend. I didn't know any of them. I didn't. No. Someone said, again, chat people from we don't even know. I, I, maybe I need to do more knowledge and maybe I need to do more research on these people coming through, but I, I didn't know hardly any of the other uh, guys coming through the ranks. But that's how they blood them in, didn't they? They, they do like two big... Because Derek Lewis won, didn't get, uh, got pulled. It was kind of like an... It was like kind of like a... Yeah, it was a weak show, wasn't it? It was a weak show. Mm, yeah. Alex Pereira versus Izzy the week before, so you can't really complain. It's hard, you know, to beat that. 
I know there's still lots of hype. Let me not let there's actually some contro controversy. I think people, you know, you before they'd usually talk about Alessandro and, and his um uh, chest, his pectoral um, area of the nipple that's always looks abnormal. Now people are pointing out, especially people like Joe Rogan, they're saying, Well, hold on a second, Pereira was at this weight during the fight time, and just in a few days later, is now weighing like 50 or 60 percent more than what he was before like his weight's almost shot up yeah dodgy isn't it what you saying that he, what, you reckon he's putting blood in his body or something um okay you see do you know the calf kick sports podcast i'm not sure yeah, ash i've been on it ash and yeah ash and sim ash and sim wheaton um i commented in the post that they had made about the issue about the whole situation and, you know, people are calling it now sanctioned cheating. Like, it's basically cheating, but it's legal cheating in, the, in mixed martial arts, at least in the eyes of the UFC anyway. Have you seen the guys I fought? I'm sorry to bring myself into it. Have you seen the guys I've been fighting? I mean, come on, they're not middleweights. But, yeah, sorry, sorry, I'll stop talking about no, my... No, 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 yeah. I've not forgotten forgot what you said. I don't think it's for me, unless if someone who's far more... um, They've been following the sport more. They, they, not, they know the telltale signs to look for. Um, mm. I'm still really bad at spotting someone who's been using the juice, been on the juice and been on steroids and been on something. I'm still really bad, unless if the, the, the signs are just obvious, then f fine. I might it might raise some red flags for me, but for me, still, I'm still very much a novice at spotting people who are fake um uh, naturals and basically people who've been on the juice. But um, with this guy Pereira, people are saying that you know his weight's changed so much. But I back to the calf kicks and podcast, the post that they made, I said, could it be possible that this guy may be in the time just in a few days after his fight with Adesanya, maybe he just had a lot of food to eat, relaxed, and just didn't train as much, just basically had some indulging indulgence time, you know, that sort of thing. The thing is, you because Alex Pereira has been in kickboxing and other sports as well, MMA, uh, and he's got Glover's hysteria in his corner, who's at the age of 42 or 43 yeah. of his, his champion. He has the best people around him to actually be able to do these things. I've put a stone on uh, after a fight in, in by midnight. Uh, when I fought Cameron Cockrell, at welterweight, which I don't think I'd ever make again, but if I did make welterweight, I put a stone on, and I was just eating loads and loads and loads and loads of food, uh, eating tons and tons. I I ate prunes, so every time I ate, I made sure I I I uh, crapped it out as quick as I can. So I had bananas and prunes, salts and water, orange juice, vitamin C. As soon as I eat crap, eats a load of more crap, eat a load of more crap, and force it down me. So. There's, he could do that. He could probably put two stone on, three stone on. You know, there's, there's fighters that are known to put like two or, or three stone on after they're weighed in. So, no, I don't think that's cheating. But it's, it, and if you look, if you saw him in a fight, he did not look, he doesn't come over exploding. He, he's very systematic how yeah, he fights. Yeah. He chills, chills, and when he sees a shot, he'll go for the shot. He chills, chills, chills. When he sees a shot, he'll go for the shot. I don't think he's cheating. I don't think he's cheating. I just think it's a lot of salty people who who are for Alex, for Israel, and then trying to, like, you know, 
get Israel. I mean, look at the other fighters is he's fought. Come on, look at Costa. Costa looked way bigger than Alex. Yeah, of course. You I know? think someone someone mentioned to me that Costa was juiced to the gills. That yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. if you if you're, you're going to go on Alex Pereira, who no offense, yes, he might be going to heavyweight. I think a lot of them do. Look, look at um some of the welterweights. You know, look at Kamal Usman. That guy blows up. I think he looks like a light heavyweight once he's off his weight wave. He looks massive. You know, and um, there's another guy, you know, who was massive. It was Darren Till when he was at welterweight. That's where he had to go up weight class. He used to be look ginormous as well after he weighed in at welterweight. So, a lot of this has not just been going around. It's been going around for years and all because... You know, a lot of people liked Izzy, including myself. And Izzy shouldn't be upset. He he fought very well. Nearly stopped. Um, he nearly stopped. What's his call? He mean he nearly finished uh, Alex Pereira in the first round. So I, I don't know why. Um, Alex, I don't know why people are getting salty. I just think they should just wait for the next fight that's gonna happen. The fight that's gonna happen in um. They should be fighting again soon. So I don't think people should get yeah. salty. I think Alex Prayer was was more smart on the day. So I think people should uh, leave that and just move on. If someone gets popped, they get popped. If they don't, they get dumped. Only time that gets upsetting when people like Brock Lesnar versus Mark Hunt when he he was known on the steroids. That's when it's it's dodgy. I don't think there's anything wrong with this Alex Pereira. No, I don't. Mm. You see, but that's been going for years. That's going in boxing. That's in everything. Once you're weighed in, you're allowed to eat what you want. Right. Yes, I mean, I've kind of noticed that, um, well, I'm moving, just kind of branching away from... Sorry, sorry, say again? Just sorry, branch, someone's Just branching sorry. away from combat sports. So I think in, yeah. like, say, bodybuilding or physique competitions, fitness, once you, I think, once you weighed in, I think before you go on stage, before... Showtime, show show day, whatever. They're allowed to eat loads and loads of carbohydrates and stuff, just so they can fill out and so that when they put the talent on everything, the judges and the spectators can see the just the um the formation of the muscles and um just see them how they how the muscles really are. Um, I think is it something similar mixed martial arts? Well, yeah. Remember Conor McGregor? Remember Conor McGregor when he used to cut down to um heavyweight. Yeah. He was like that. Mm-hmm. And then like in the next day he's he looks normal. In one day he looked he looked like he was going on his deathbed. It's terrible. But he looked like he was in his deathbed. And then the next day he's looking jacked, proper jacked. So Cannoneer is another one middleweight. He looks humongous at middleweight. And then you look at Whitaker, he doesn't look like a welterweight. Yeah. So it but then but then does he perform as good? So I think it's legal. I'm happy w- with the sport. I don't want it to change. I mean, unless we see deaths, if we start seeing people dying from doing this, like crazy weight cuts and yeah, exactly, change. You know, if, if we see people like dying from this, these weight crazy weight cuts or things like that, then yeah. But no, I don't. I think if if you if you, if you make weight a specific time, only time it gets upsetting when you've got Hamza Shmaya celebrating when he misses his weight. And then he goes up and fights, you know, uh, Ke- Kevin, was it Kevin Lee for? And then, you know, and he's like, you know, uh, calling everybody out. It's like, I don't like that, dude. You just missed the weight and you you, you missed, like, someone's done a whole fight camp and 
And like that's why Dana White usually gives a percentage of the person's purse to the guy who, who made weight. That's the only time I get upset when someone misses weight. But no, I, I think it's a silly conspiracy. People shouldn't be upset. That's been going around for years and years and years. Look at Vitor Belfort. He used to cut this guy with a heavyweight cut to middleweight. He used to be massive. TRT Vitor. I don't know if you remember TRT Vitor. He was absolutely insane. It's been going for years. I think everybody who was getting upset about that, I just think they've just been salty. I, I think, I mean, Izzy fought at light heavyweight and he was pretty much a middleweight anyway. He was given away. When we went to, he went to light heavyweight, he didn't even put muscle on. He said, oh, it's not about weight. It's about technique. You know what? I think he's right. He was actually winning yes. against Alex yes. Pereira. Uh-huh. He was winning. He was beating Alex Pereira, and he was because of the last round. He um, no, I think it was the fourth round more than anything. It was the fourth round. He uh, he 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 wasn't smart. He, Alex Pereira was smart, and he just chilled and relaxed to wait for the fifth round. And is he was collecting more points for the fourth round, just gaining his lead even further, and was too too tired for the fifth round on the onslaught that Alex was given, didn't have enough energy to move. Or it, I think what he should have done was probably pull guard or something, you know, anything but stay in that corner. And it was just because of that he lost. But I think people should shouldn't should not be getting upset about the weight thing. And instead it should be um yeah, instead it should be just be thinking well, yeah, it's got nothing to do. That's, people anybody who's getting salty about the weight thing I have two things in. They've only just they've reached into the sport because mm-hmm. Conor McGregor used to do this all the time, and our fighters go to like low weight classes and they they join enormous. I've got nothing to say, mate. To be honest, with you, I've got nothing to say. Like, this this is just not like it's just nothing. It's just not. Like, Brock, Brock Lesnar is one. Then you have Brock Lesnar. He used to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. He used to cut. He used to cut to heavyweight. That guy used to cut to heavyweight. And can you believe that? There's a weight cut in, in UFC. There's a weight category that you have to make, and you have to make well weight, and then he'd blow up. But then he he fought a guy called Cain Velasquez who destroyed him, who was like way smaller than him, and got destroyed. So, I, I don't know. I, that that uh, whole topic of um, people being on convicted steroids, no, it's not steroids. It's because you can, you can put up to two stone or three stone if you want it to. But it's it's about, that's, that's about, that's a great mindset. That's about a man who gets it? He's got a very mental strong will. Who can actually keep eating? I've done it. I've done it. I've put a stone and, and a half on mm-hmm. when I fought Cameron Cockrell. Watch my Cameron Cockrell fight. I was at welterweight. Nearly died. That's but I, I didn't do it. Keep doing it. Some people can keep doing cuts. I rather fight middleweight. I rather have a little bit of fat gut on me and look a bit fat rather than go to welterweight and I was shredded. Is that picture of me I'm shredded? That's when I went to welterweight and. I- Put a stone on, stone and a half on, and it, what you got to do is you got to eat loads of food, ram it down to everything you can think of, put it, everything in you, and make sure you eat prunes, bananas, water, salts. Just get your salts in you, and then, and then you eat these, and it makes you crap it out. So you crap out the, you get stomach cramps, you crap it out, yes. and bang, you, you eat. It's horrible. You body, your body says, "I'm done. I don't want to eat." You know what you do? You put, you force more food down you. And they do the same thing. It's it's trained. That's more harder than actually training. You need, you're, you're putting more food in you and then you bang, you blow up again and you put more food, food on you. And I put a stone and a half on. So And that was no steroids. No steroids. I was to do with smart, 
uh, I've never done it again because I felt like I was going to die cut that weight, and I know I don't want to ever do go to world weight again. But some people, they are strong enough. You can you can probably put up the free stone. You can't. You can put up the free stone. Yeah. I I went to um after my fight, Mike James. You ever get him on your podcast? He'll tell you. I went to Lidl's and I bought about three bags worth of food for one day. Ice cream, everything. everything Whoa. I just shoved it down. Everything and everything. You you go on, I shoved down me. Everything and everything. This is after your uh, after your fight. After weighing. After you weighed after in, way in. After you weighed in, I ate everything. You see- everything you can think of. It's meat, chocolate, ice cream, sweets. Uh, cut potato, fish, everything you can think of. I probably spent about over a hundred quid on food. Wow, more than that. And that's I probably I probably spent more than that. And I put I put a stone and a half on it in, a, in the space of a day. So <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. It's so, but it's just these people don't understand. You think if this guy can train his mind to not eat the bad stuff. Yes. How strong is he gonna be when it when he knows he's got he's got to put it in? He's got the right team around him. Nigel Ben's coach said to him once, once Nigel Ben cut so much weight low, he got to a, a point where he didn't want to eat. So after he weighed in, the coach got him a whole banquet of tons and tons of food, and he only ate like, a, like about that much because his stomach shrunk so badly. Mm, but that, yeah. that's why when you, when you eat, it's important that if you've got the right people to know, they know about salts. You got the salts, right? Salts in you, the water. You have the prunes, makes you flush it out, crap. Yeah. Bananas, you know, do you need these things? So as soon as you eat in, bang, you crap it out, eat more. Bang, you crap it out, eat more. Bang, anything and everything, eat it, crap it out, boom, eat it, crap it out, crap it out. I um, You heard Pick It Up, Joe Pick Me Ups? Pick Me Ups? You, you seen the bar with Pick Me Up? It's called a Pick Me Up. And it's like a sandwich, yes. chocolate sandwich, yeah. Yeah. I had about, about a bag worth, like about a big ass bag worth. I've done them all in about like 10 minutes and just bang, 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 bang. Get some knobby bobblies, bang, 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 bang. Then get some bananas, get some prunes, bosh, chuck them in, chuck them in. Get in a hot bath, get in a hot bath, cold bath. Make your stomach do some sip, make sure that it's, it's, it's getting broken down. Shit it out. Sorry for my language. Crap it out. <laughs> Go back to eat. Back. Yeah. You, you can do it. You can do it. As a fighter, I know... I don't want to ever do it again. I've only done it once because I've only cut to world weight once, remember? I've cut, I cut to lightweight when I was in kickboxing ages ago, but that's when I was younger. And I was a lot, I weighed a lot less and I could do it then. But no, I, I've cut world weight before. I know fighters with a strict, if I had a strict diet and I, and, and if I wanted to and had the right people around me, I could do that again. And yeah, yeah, I could, if I got to world weight, I could easily put, uh, I put a stone and a half on and I didn't try that much. I know if I tried harder, I could at least put two stone on. And that would have been like light heavyweight. And I was meant to be fighting at welterweight. And then I'm, I'm a light heavyweight. That's not cheating. That's not cheating at all because I made the weight. If, if yeah. it was like that, they should have the same day weighing in. If it was the same day weighing, then then that that would be... But then but then listen to this. If it was same day weighing, pretty much all the fighters in the UFC right now wouldn't be at their weight class. There would be a, a three weight classes above or two weight classes above. You know, if it was the same day weigh in, you weigh in at eight o'clock. Oh, no, let's say you weigh in an hour before your fight, and that's your weigh in. If it was like that, no way all any of the fighters wouldn't be in the same weight division. 
because because they need to rehydrate, they need to eat foods. It wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be enough time. So I don't know. It's, I think it's a city. It's a silly thing whoever has been saying that oh, about steroids and all that. It's not. It's nothing to do with that. The only thing that I can think of, but you probably need to have like a really hard, because even that sounds dangerous. Is it would be like bloods, and that's dangerous anyways. You have to have a doctor like you know take your bloods out and put it in and yeah. like that. I think TJ did show. I'm not too sure if he was doing shit like that or something like that or someone was doing that. That's the guy that um. Do you know that that EPO? No EPO bloods. They had um, oh, what's his name? There's that bike. The cyclist. You remember that cyclist Armstrong? Was it Armstrong? He he was like cheating. Got caught cheating with EPO. Is it here? Here in the UK? I I think he was American. He was American, but he was doing like uh, like breaking records on the bike and stuff. He's in dodgeball. If you've seen dodgeball, and it goes to this like um, this American guy. Yeah. That's him. That's him. Let me understand this. Let me understand this properly, okay? So you can make weight right up until weighing. Um, you got to trip, copy, be on the cut. Um, uh, trip. We try. Well, you have to go up and weight, go down and weight, but you've got to make weight anyway. But then the day after the weigh-in day, you can then. <laughs> you can then eat what you want. So in reality, when you step into that cage to compete, even though you agreed to make. Sorry? Yeah, so usually by the time you've met, after weighing, same yeah. as at middleweight, time of fight happens, usually fighters are probably uh, about two weights or one weight above. Like, if you look, watch a guy, I fought, I fought a guy called Dom Bialski, mm-hmm. it looked like, it looked like I was like a lightweight and he was like a super heavyweight, you know? And and then, so that happens. Sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand it because when Joe Rogan says, um, and Michelle Sullen weighed in on this as well, when Joe Rogan and other fans say that this is legal cheating, does it mean that when what they're, what they're saying, if I understand what they're saying properly, what they're saying is that on the night or the day when you step into that cage, into octagon and you're, you're going to compete, you're going to fight, you are not actually at the weights that you agreed to in paper, in, in, in the contracts, in the agreement. You're not actually in that way. You're actually at a weight slightly, slightly high just to hydrate yourself and replenish yourself. Give yourself that energy so when you step into that cage, you can fight and not die. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Then I you agree. agree to- at this, at one, if it were this into this, it's a fact. Yeah. In the amateur, lot of amateur ranks, not that arena because it's the day before weighing, it's the same day weighing. If it was the same day weighing, I bet you Izzy would probably be a light heavyweight. Alex Pereira would probably be heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But Kamal Usman would definitely not be what weight. He'd probably be a middleweight. You know, they'll be like, even Wonder Boy would probably be a, wouldn't be welterweight. He'd probably be a middleweight. Because by that time, they wouldn't, if they cut that weight and, and they got an hour, they'd be dead. They couldn't mm-hmm. fight like that. They'd be dead. You know, they need to they need <laughs> their, yeah. their things. I think people should stop being annoyed. Yeah. If they, it's how much you want to win, how much you win. Izzy was beating everyone, everyone. He's just got one guy that he was winning. And all he's got to do is run it back when they, they're going to run it back and prepare better and, and try to win and try to win. I think, I don't know 
even Joe Rogan, I don't know why he's getting upset with this because this has been going for years. It's been going for years. It's been going years. It's it's been happening with Conor McGregor was the first person to do it. When he was at Fe- well, he was the first person, a lot of people did it before him, but I mean like the renowned one. He'd go to featherweight, he was a massive featherweight. And you should see him on the weighing scale. Did you remember seeing Conor on his weighing scale? He was like that. Ah. Yeah, I remember it was uh, it was really, really wait, a heavyweight, you said. No, featherweight. But yeah, he looks uh, there's one picture that sticks out of my mind. He looks so almost skeletal like. You can see he's so so shredded, so so skinny. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He gets to a point where he's so like no nothing on him, like minuscule, minuscule fat on him, and then the next day he's like, boom, geezer level. He looks pucker, looks really good. So you clearly know he must be putting freaking stones on. He must be like a welterweight when he was fighting yeah. at um Jose Aldo or when he was fighting these other guys, you know? It, it, it it's it's about it's about being educated, it's about see. I don't see it cheating. I don't say it's cheating the system. I just think it's been smart. It's been smart. I don't do it because I can't be asked to do it. You know, if you, if I respect, as a, as a fight, I've done it once, gone to world weight and then gone back up. And if you can keep doing that, I think it's damaged to your body. All those guys yeah, doing that damage. Course, yeah. If you've got the right nutritionist with you and you've got the right people around you, because I couldn't do it back on my goal. That was hell. Me going to world weight, nearly feeling like death. Oh my days, fighting Cameron Cockrell. Oh my days, not eating good foods. When I say good foods, not eating chocolate or anything. I'm just eating like pure salad, like tuna, like half a can of tuna with my fit meal. <laughs> a bit of salad. Oh, uh, that's nothing. Well, and then a little yeah. bit of like that. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh my days. I felt like I was like a rabbit, you know, eating rabbit food to get down to world weight. That's what I had to do, you know? And that's what all these fighters are doing to get to these weights. You, you don't know the half of it to get down to these weights. You've you got to do to your body to get to that weight you got to fast some, some of them probably don't eat a day I think some of them like miss a day of eating train with no food and then they'll eat the next day and they'll eat a tiny bit and then that's how they're, that's how they're making the weight yeah so I respect the art of making weight as well so I don't I as as, as a opponent I'd rather get better skilled and try to not focus on the weight because you know is he is he nearly won that fight? People forget that. Is he nearly knocked him out first round? Remember that? You know, of I course, think yeah. I don't know why people are going on about this weight thing. I think not just that, I think he was better cardio. I think the calf kicks. I don't know why Joey's talking about it, why he's talking about that. I'll be honest with you. I, I, they, I, why didn't they say it about Costa? It's just because is he lost? It, you know, Costa lost it, is he? If people, if people, if Costa won, would it, people say that about Costa? You know? Yeah, I always say just like um, uh, Conor McGregor, if McGregor had won the fight, say his last two or three fights with Poirier, would people yeah. be saying, is he now on his way out of this? Was he now on a decline, you know, a downward spiral, yeah. you know? You know? So yeah, the fight gone exactly. the other way, what people would be saying? Exactly. I, 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 this has been going on for years and all because Alex Pereira won. Do I think Alex Pereira got an easy route to the title, if you ask? Yes. He definitely got an easy route and to the title shot. Didn't fight many, didn't fight any wrestler or I believe a world-class wrestler or jiu-jitsu guy. But um, no, I, I, I think it's a silly argument. I know that Joe, Big Joe, Joe Rogan is actually good friends with both fighters as she goes. He's good friends with Izzy. 
And the thing is, though, Izzy has stuck up for Joe Rogan in the past big time. So I yeah, know I remember when I th- there was the issue that he... Uh, sorry to interrupt you, that I think there was... I think some time ago he said that he and some friends had got smoked crack and were high on weed or whatever it was. And I think they went yeah. to a part of one particular part of one US city and the thing it said something about it was an area that was mainly had a a, a, a large African-American um, population that they probably said a few offensive things and they probably apologised and people calling for him to cancel. Then Israel stood up for yeah. the guy and said, defend yeah, him, we, said he shouldn't cancel yeah. him. Yeah, I know. That's right. I know Izzy stuck up for Joe Rogan a lot. So I think Joe Rogan's probably got a lot of respect for Izzy for that. And I probably, that's probably why Joe Rogan is probably bringing that up, which fair enough. Respect to him for that. But but still, I don't know. I, I don't... Um, sorry to long-winded up. As a fighter and as, as other fighters know, weight cut is horrible. Weight cutting is horrible. And if... I've got nothing to say on it, bro. It's been going on for years. Weight yeah. cutting's been going on for years. For years. I know some fighters like Roy Jones Jr., did the complete opposite of weight cutting and used to go up through the weight classes and knock people out in boxing. You know, he'd go up through weight classes, beating heavyweights and beating light heavyweights because he got screwed over in a weight class that he should have uh, won, but I think some uh, dodgy, dodgy decision or I don't know if he got DQ'd or something. He got a loss, so that's why he went up through the weight classes. Uh, Hamzat Shemayev said he's going to be the welterweight, middleweight and light heavyweight champion. So... I don't know. It's been going on for too long. I don't think you can change something that's been going on for ages and all because people are not happy about the outcome because it because Izzy was close to getting Anderson Silva's record or, or something like that. You can't really get salty. I don't know what I haven't I haven't seen calf kick sports uh, post, but I, I'm not. I know how much weight you put on. I know you went up to heavyweight, Alex Pereira. But that's just by being very disciplined. After he weighed in, I bet they they fed him straight away. I bet he left as soon as they they had the right foods. I bet they they put the salts in him. I bet they put the the. It's almost like legal making you go for crap. I thought it's called. I thought that there's a name for it. There's a name that makes your bowel have a bowel movement. You can have bananas. You can have um, uh, prunes. There's other liquids that makes you want to go for a crap. Uh, like herbal medicine, herbal teas and stuff that make you go for crap. You want to t- take that and then eat again. And and it's it's hard because your brain tells you you're full, but you got to um, keep eating anyways. So so they they probably force fed him and eat, eat probably, and what you got to do. I know it's terrible, but it's hard to eat boring foods. So what we 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 do is we eat meat with chocolate, with sweets, with ice cream, with everything. You know. And you don't want to do too much sugar because your brain will crash. But at the same time, if you drink lots of liquid and water, you'll flush it out. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you and you consume more. And there's ways of doing it. You, it can be done, but you probably you was probably eating through the night as well. So, yeah, it can be done. It can be done. Anybody who's a fighter who cuts weight knows you can put up to three. I put a half a stone and a half on. And I got it on record. Mike James was there and he saw my support. And and I I I got told, they told me to stop eating. And I wanted to eat more. I was told to stop eating. And I, well, I got stolen a bit on. It was it, it was okay because I won. But I was told to stop eating. I could have had more. I could have easily put uh, two stone on. So 
uh, what's he gone to middleweight to heavyweight? That's two stone. I bet uh, he probably yeah. To me, that's 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 not that's not abnormal. So I think so, it's just one of those. It's just one of those situations. People are looking for I don't know something to talk about, and really, it's not it's not a big deal anyway. Because I can even as a novice fight fan, I'm not a fighter, but I do follow the sport. Um. I can understand the logic and the science behind it. Why you do we don't want to step in that cage feeling depleted and and just lightheaded and empty? You know, you want to step in there with something, your stomach, some energy, so you can perform yeah. to your bet to you know as best as you can. Of course, yeah, yeah. Get all your nutrients and get your salts, exactly. your iron, get all the things that you just lost from being depleted. Chuck it in you, add some, and get some more as much as you can. Yeah, that, that's that's it. This man was just talking about Mike James. He just messaged me now as well. It's quite funny. He says, "How are you feeling, bro?" That's quite mad, but yeah, but yeah. Ah, uh, all right. Um, now the next one I want to talk about is yeah, Alex Pereira. He's uh, his next victim is <laughs> going to be Hamzat Chimaev. Um, I think uh, for if if. I'm not mistaken. Are they? I think the bout is now scheduled for the tenth of the de- no, tenth of the fourteenth of no, no, the tenth of December, isn't it? I think the next bout. What? So prayer is going to go straight in straight away. That I, I was yeah. listening to one. I was listening to one of the MMA news channels on YouTube. I'm sure this is what I heard. If I'm wrong, I'll correct in the next episode. <laughs> Because wow. um, I like to put out bad and wrong information. Um, wow! This this is what I heard. Uh, that that's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, absolutely I... amazing. That's insane. I mean, that that works in Hamzat's fight favor. Oh yeah, you know, there's no, no way. There's no there's no way that Alex Pereira. Can recover doing that to his body of cutting and then going straight in and being 100%. No way. I mean, I know he's a tough guy, but Hamzat is dangerous because he, he can go for a takedown. Hamzat oh, yeah. shoots for a takedown And the thing is, this is what I said about Hamzat being one of the guys, him and Whitaker, one of the dangerous because Hamzat can shoot. Do you know what I told you about making? That's what I, was I got I got now. When I, the word I didn't have was entries. Making entries on people. Yeah. Now people are going about, oh, Izzy got you know took down uh, Alex Pereira because Izzy understands the entry how when to enter against Alex Pereira because he's a high level kickboxer. He knows to what to. I mean, I know he got stopped, but he took him to the fifth round. He understood the entries when to make it because he understands the level change and when to level change and not get flying knee in the head or punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And to get within his long guard, Alex Pereira is a long guard, so it's hard. Hannah Chemaev, his entry, he doesn't need entry. He, he can shoot from, from one end of the cage to the other end of the cage without even chucking a strike and get you down. You're saying about um, Israel Asanya. And yeah, I was um, mentioning to, yeah, I've checked online the um, the news, it's, it's, recent, it's a recent announcement. Um, Hamza and um, Chimaev and Alex Pereira will be fighting the, approximately the next three weeks on sh- such short notice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it is for real. I I I was sure I was certain what I heard when I was listening to the um to the YouTube video. 
Yeah, I thought I saw something like that on Instagram. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it's a sort of fight whereby I think um, it'll be better for Pereira if he keeps the, the fight on his feet. You know, that doesn't go to the ground. But I think if it goes to the ground, then Hamza now has the advantage. Um, so, but, you know, it'll be an interesting fight. It'll be an interesting fight to see um, see what happens. I mean, he kind of... No, I won't say it, I won't say it because it's respectful to the other guy. No, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's either, it's either Alex Pereira knocks him out straight away or Hamza Chamayev finishes um, Alex Pereira straight away. Mm. One's one, one of the best wrestlers in MMA... And one's one of the best strikers in MMA. No, the best striker in MMA, and in my opinion, the best grappler in MMA. It's literally, it's like, it's like this reminds of UFC 1, where you've got a striker versus grappler who wins. This is what it feels like. And it's like mm-hmm. one gets knocked out, one gets tapped out. I think, well, I've always okay. said that if, if the fight goes to the ground, you better make sure that your ground game is good. You better make sure that grappling and your wrestling is really, really good. Um, if you, the fight stays like the, on your feet, as in both of you standing, then, you know, I think it's kind of easier to get a knockout in, whether it's by striking or by even a flying knee or even by a kick. Um, yeah. Because with when you're, that, when you're there on the ground, you've really got to make sure that you're in control of the situation, that you're controlling your, your opponent before you get them to submit before you get that tap in. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be um, very interesting to see what happens. You said the best striker, someone's really good at striking and someone else is really good um, with you know, the ground you know, game. Maya, you know how much Maya is? You know how much Maya is? Yes, I do. Yeah, he 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 makes people look like... like he, he grappled with a world-class middleweight Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, black belt. He made him look like a white belt. You know, he made him like he never done grappling before. So... That is an insane fight, and I'm upset that's in December. I'd rather that be in January or February because of Alex Pereira just having a fight. I think that's a bit naughty, and he took a bit of damage in that fight. People forget that. Yes, he won by stoppage, but the first round, he nearly got knocked out himself. Um, I mean, if I was Alex Pereira, I don't know who's his manager, but that is very... I like Hamzat Shemaev, but I think that's very naughty. Like, if there's a way of Hamzat, this is like this is almost gift wrapped for Hamzat. My opinion, I think this is rip gift wrapped for Hamzat. I shouldn't say it because then Alex Perez is very dangerous and always is dangerous, but I think this would be Alex Perez. Um, you know, people say Alex Perez is he heel? Is is his um kryptonite? I think. This is going to be Alex Perez kryptonite. I could be wrong, but I think I'm going to go Hamzat for that fight. If it's in December time, if it's later and it's in February, March, and you got and you give um, Alex Pereira some time to do some training, to do some drilling, stopping takedowns, and go flying knees, and he just he's just done a whole fight camp on just striking. Really, I but I doubt he done much grappling for Izzy at all. So this is kind of um, I don't like. It. It, to be honest with you, I don't like it. I don't. I mean, I, I like the fact that they're fighting, but rather than fighting in in February or January, I don't like the fight. The fact they're fighting in December. 
I yeah, I can understand it is quite a short time, at least to go through the stages of making weight cutting weight, doing what just preparing for for the competition. But mm. they made that choice, especially Pereira, because he's just come out from a fight. So I'm sure they unless maybe they, he's keeping his fingers crossed that he comes out on top of you know of this of, of this fight. But must be it's money. Decision. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But well, Hamza Hamza is from Sweden, but he's of Russian descent, isn't it? He's um part of um so you you know you've got the Dagestan. Yes. You've got a tribe near Dagestan. Um I forgot the name of the tribe. I shouldn't say the word tribe. It's it's a uh, maybe that's the right term. I don't know if it's the right term or not, but there's um an area near Dagestan. Um they're they're tough, tough, tough Russians as well. Um, different breed of Russian that Amazat Shmaev is from and just like Dagestan. There's an, another area where we're near there that he's from. So he's not Dagestani, but he's from another area that's that's near Dagestan. So yeah, that yeah, he's he's part of that. But I think he moved to Sweden. I'm not too sure what age he moved to Sweden. That I think his family moved to Sweden, but yeah, he's yeah, he's but Russian. Him but him and um Islam, Khabib, they must share some ancestry there, isn't it? More than likely. I'm not too sure if if Dagestanis and um the area of um Hamzat was from went went to war with each other. I'm not too sure if they're actually okay. friends, but it's the very touchy one that I don't want to talk on because I don't know. Mm. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry if I've offended anybody. I know, but I know. I, I know, I think, I, you know, I'm not too sure, but I think the area where Hamza Chimaev is on from, it's like a, it's like a near, it's near Dagestan, but it's not Dagestan. It's another, they look similar people, like, you know, their way of living and stuff, but yes, it's, yeah. it's different. It's like, it's like the, the area they lived, where Dagestan lives, apparently it's where the Mongolians used to be as well. It's quite cool. It's quite, it's a very, if you look at the history, I need to look up as well. It's a very cool area of history where they are, like the uh, the mountains and stuff. It's mm -hmm. pretty cool. It's really cool. And it sorry. all, all tough people. Sorry, sorry, on. Uh, I uh, was, was going to say, so I kind of like took us really off topic there while talking about his ancestry. But the reason why I brought that up is just that these guys, I mean, they've got that that similar um talent when it comes to um uh, you know combat sports the wrestling is just out of this what well, there's something else the, when they get you on the ground you are in serious trouble you're not going to get up and there's a good chance you're going to lose the fight you know <laughs> you're going to end up tapping i don't i don't want to be arrogant about my grappling um i don't want to say I, that's why i might as well say i'm arrogant about my grappling fair enough I, but i go to clubs and rarely I get tapped, and I mostly tap out everybody in the club. I know so I was arrogant, but I was going at one stage from the one club I was at. I went to different clubs, and if people don't know me and haven't rolled me for a while, I, if I stay at a club for about a month or so, they will understand what I'm doing. But because I'm not the traditional way of what people get taught, I kind of try to at the start. I tell everybody now, I don't tell anybody anything. I hide all my moves, hide all my techniques, everything I learn, I keep uh, quiet. And there's, I got people that I'm with, that I've learned over the years. I've been doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu over like 11 years, and 12 years, so I've been doing it for years. But put it this way, the only people that have ever caused me trouble are Samba wrestlers. 
And I say that, like, when I say overcoming, obviously other black, black belts, Brazilian shits have caused me trouble. I'm not stupid. Like, I've gone to clubs, like, when I was younger, leave it. but I've been grappling with black belts recently. And last two I was with, one I beat, and then the other guy, I had him in a triangle. Uh, pretty much, and he knows who he is. He was second down. Uh, I had him in a triangle, pretty much the whole, the whole, the whole grapple. But anyways, the whole point I'm getting to this was that the most dangerous people that I came up against were Samba wrestlers. And I went to Renegades. And I believed he was a Samba wrestler. And I went, when I was younger, I got mulled by a Russian actual, I think he was Dagestani. Um, when, he, when, when this is when Khabib and that lot were around in the UFC as well. But I think this is at the point where people didn't know about Russian wrestling and, and the Dagestani uh, wrestling and Samba wrestling. It was like very new. And this guy, I was a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. I think this guy tapped me out 24 times in like four and a half minutes. It was absolutely insane. I had to pretend to be injured. I lied and pretended to be injured. It's a good just song. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I like went went off the other side of the match and pretend I was injured. Just because I thought like, you know, flipping it. I was looking to the abyss thinking, oh, shit, I got to quit this. I'm crap, you know. I started thinking the horrible thoughts in my mind. And that was like 2015, 2014, something like that. And then I remember looking to the left, looking at the brown belt guy, one of the guys, the coaches, and then he threw him around, him around like a rag doll and just like tapped him up. And I thought, oh, I'm not crap. This guy's just amazing. He had a white belt on. So the guy came in with a white belt on, you know, and he was Dagestan. Yeah. And, and I, went, I went to Renegade and the only guy that beat me and tapped me up at Renegade was a, um, was, was this Samba wrestling guy. He was the only guy who tapped me out and he was like the very last second. So I knew because of grappling with, with one before and what past, I kind of start and study them on 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 the on MMA fights. The Samoa guys, what they do with like the little limbs, they control the little limbs a lot more than what they do in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. They focus more on the hips and try to get past the the, the inside of the leg, try to go past the hips. Whereas the um, Dagestani will work on the, the foot, they will work on the very small parts of your body and your wrist. Dagestani handcuff, they'll work on different parts. So I, I have to study how to get out of that. I'm st- I'm getting better because I thought Tom Burton, who's a uh, who was a Samba wrestler, I felt like I was getting the best better of him on the ground than he's like a five time British Sambo champion. But like I can say for sure and people will get peed off me because they'll say, oh yeah, but Vadum tapped out Fedor Emelenko, Fedor Emelenko was Sambo and Vadum was Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I should be supporting Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as I've been in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu longer than Sambo. But I find Samba wrestling, Dagestani wrestling, whatever you want to call it, way harder to deal with in grappling than I do with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And now people say, well, hang on, well, how about we put like um like some crazy ass black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu against Samba? Fair enough, but I'm talking about my opinion. And I've, I know I'll get tapped out by these freaking world champion people probably. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm arrogant. I, I, I'm not even scared of them to be honest on the ground. So I'm good. I'm on the ground. I'm, I'm being. I know it sounds a bit. I, I want to be humble in this, but I don't do bad against black belts from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or brown belts from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I don't do bad against them at all. Like if not, I think I'm beating them. I'm not, not. Don't think if I am beating them. Sorry, that sounds terrible. I don't want because I'm meant to be a blue belt. See, because I only wear the gi. I'm a blue belt, but I don't put gi on. I wear no gi, so that's why I don't get graded. So I don't really get afraid of them but I'll, if I'll be open and honest the only people I ever feel danger with is is um some wrestling there's another uh, guy 
I gra- I've grappled with a few times and he's amazing and he's in Swansea and I think my opinion this might be a lot of people off but his name's Curtis Dodger to me he's the best grappler in Swansea if not one of the best in UK he's a, he's a black belt in judo I think he's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu now I don't know if he's brown belt or black belt or he is and he's a he's a wrestler as well a freestyle wrestler British champion freestyle wrestler and you grapple with him because he's got the all levels he's got the judo in, inside the clinch he's he's scary on the outside wrestling and he's got black belt within jiu-jitsu it's almost like Aljamain Sterling style you know Aljamain Sterling's got wrestling Brazilian jiu-jitsu and that when you've got the whole lot in one bundle it's amazing if anyone looked up the guy called Curtis Dodger in my eyes he's the best grappler in Swansea hands down if not Wales if not one of the best in the UK in my opinion that to me is is one of the uh things I look at but yeah I'm going off on a tangent I'm just talking about experience so when you talk about Dagestanis yeah they really are the best grapplers in the world you say that man's name was Curtis Dodger Curtis Dodger yeah he's he's Commonwealth um judo I think he was in the Commonwealth of judo as well as well as well as being a black belt in judo British champion uh wrestling and I believe he's got black belt in jiu-jitsu now could be wrong or brown belt but he's he's literally and I, I, he probably, I haven't told him to his face, but he's literally, when I grappled with him, he's like literally the uh, hardest guy I've ever grappled with. In Well, not uh, ever, because the hardest one I've ever grappled with, a guy, it was a guy in um, Renegade I grappled with, and he was a, uh, I believe he was Samba. I believe he was Samba wrestling. I believe he was Samba wrestling. I could be wrong. They he could have been in some sort of freestyle or Greco-Roman, but to me, it felt like Sambo's was just the way he was um, using my lower foot or my wrist it didn't feel like you know a freestyle wrestler I've, I've grabbed a freestyle wrestler before and tapped up freestyle wrestlers mm-hmm. but this guy was um yeah he, yeah yeah this guy this guy I, I wish i knew his name he's cool he was a cool guy he talks to me a lot as well the renegade he was a really cool guy as well um but yeah that that sambo is something else i would love to have it if there, if there was sambo wrestling in swansea right now I will be doing it. Sorry to go off on a tangent. No, that's fine. And I want to let you, don't want to cut you. Go, go on and talk about what you're talking about, babe. I just, I just want to get everybody out there coming from a martial artist. If you have got Sam arrested near you, do it. Do it. Sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. No, let's just talk about the athlete saying who's a black belt. Um, uh, He said well, he's one of the best Sam wrestlers, if not in uh, um, uh, the UK, then oh, he Kurt. must be. Yeah, yes, Curtis um, Dodgers. He's uh he does freestyle wrestling, but he does he does judo. There's, there's judo in sambo as well. If you remember that, there's, there's judo in sambo as well. Right. As well as that, he's got a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, judo, and wrestling, freestyle wrestling. He's in my eyes the best grappler in Swansea, if not one of the best in the UK, in my opinion. And and he's he's humble. I believe he's humble as well. He's humble, and I believe he's humble as well. So like he should be like I don't I don't, I don't want to say it, but I think if that guy I think he had injuries. I don't. Know, it's not for me to say. If he he might be coming. He might be doing MMA. He might be coming back. But he fought he fought in Bellator. But I think he he got matched up with a guy that was um a lot heavier in him. And it was I think it was, I don't know if it's uh, during lockdown time or after lockdown time. And he got it was kind of a, a naughty matchup. But because of the opportunity, I think Curtis took it. Uh, he lost, but but the matchup was a naughty matchup you know he shouldn't have been fighting someone like I think he fought like three weights or four weights above his weight and weight class right. or something like that it was, it was some really naughty 
naughty crap that happened. But if he was in his own weight class, oh, poor bugger, they, they get mooked. Like, he's, like, legit killer, you know, legit killer. Like, but, yeah, and he's a nice guy as well. A, a killer who's a, who's a gentleman, you know, it's, it's insane. He has a but, very yeah. unique surname, Dodger. Dodger. It's funny, it's funny. <laughs> He might be called Curtis Dodge. I call him Curtis Dodger. I might be wrong. He might be called Curtis Dodge. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry, Curtis. But yeah, no, he's really good. He's really good. Um, the next one, God, it's gonna be the this boxing match coming up between that's been scheduled. Just almost it feels like out of the blue between KSI and Dylan Dallas. Um, didn't see it coming after um, a small um, street ball that happened over the weekend. Say it again, the the, the the street brawl with all that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Street brawl, it was between um Dylan Dennis, KSI, and um, was it Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor? Oh man, it's cringe, isn't it? It's, 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 I think it's done on purpose to try to create hype. I wouldn't be surprised if behind closed doors they're all getting paid to do stupid stuff to get you know to get clout and views and to make a fight because no one cares about Dylan Dennis. Come on. No one cares. And he's he's more of a fighter than I don't know if he is. He's probably got pretty yeah, he is because he's got a business in jiu-jitsu. You should say he's probably more of a fighter than his YouTubers, but um but no one cares about him because he because he because he doesn't get in the cage as much. As a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, he's a legit jiu-jitsu fighter. Like he's a legit, but um as a box, oh come on. I don't know if he can box. He's, it'd be a boxing match, right? It wouldn't be a May fight, would it? It'd be a boxing match, wouldn't it? With KSI? Yeah, it's they a boxing match. Boxing match. Yeah, I get beat and they're trying to make uh but look, cringe, innit? Let me under- just let me understand this fully. Um I've done some um background research and some digging on this Dylan Dennis character. What exactly is the deal with him? I mean, is it that he just because it he's so far Reagan. I believe it's Conor McGregor's Brazilian Jiu Jitsu coach. Yeah, beef with Khabib tried to kick him when he climbed the cage and tried to like strike with him. That was a claim to fame. I think he was going to Bellator. I think he was trying to do MMA. I think he failed. I think he didn't go that far. Uh, he was a great Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu grappler. Yeah, but he's not good. He didn't cross over to MMA very well. Um, and I think he's just clinging on to like to like what respect to him. He's probably got a deal with KSI. Um. And they're probably that. I wouldn't be surprised if that brawl was all um, staged. Yeah. Or they were even happy that it all got videoed and, you know, and all that happened. I wouldn't be surprised because they need to sell the fight, you know. Whatever. I mean, I've got nothing to say on it, you know. Like, it's it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just think. Dylan Dennis is a waste of time. Wow, you really believe why. that? Well, boxing, yeah. Is it a boxing match? It's a boxing match, but Dylan Dennis himself, I mean, the much that I've seen about the guy, or anytime he's in the uh, any social media or in anytime he's mentioned in combat sports news, it's always to do with the situation whereby he looks at like the sort of antagonist that's just seeking attention for hype, for, yeah. for attention, yeah. but he doesn't do anything else. I'm I'm thinking, how does someone, how would you like to live like that? I mean, because people, I mean, what do you do? I mean, who yeah. are you? What what are you? I mean, people don't take you it's seriously. Just, I mean, to be honest, you, you know, that striking thing, that's probably, it's probably 
been good for him and KSI because then I get a lot of views and now people are getting interested about this fight. KSI will beat him um, in the striking fight. Uh, I, you know, because KSI's had a lot of, he's got a lot of money he's been doing and always been doing his boxing. I think this guy's always been doing his boxing. Um, I don't rate his boxing. I'm not saying KSI is like a, like a professional, high-level professional boxer, but I'm saying he's a, he is a boxer. He is he is he is a guy that will, can beat people, but like if you're talking about like top fifty or such that it's just in pure boxes. Like, but he's fighting he's fighting um what's his name? Dylan Dallas. It's just like Jake Paul calling out another like when he fought Ben Askren. Then when he fought Ben Askren, who was a grappler, and in grappling there's no striking, is there? Dylan Dallas doesn't do striking. He's a grappler. He's a grappler. It'd so be like that's... me calling out. Like it'd be like me trying to call out a freaking. It'd be like me saying I'm gonna do sprinting and I'm gonna call out a yoga guy. Mm, yeah. You yeah. know, oh come come beat me in a sprint. I'm a sprinter. Come beat me. In, it's like if KSI said, "What we're gonna do an MMA?" Then I'd be like, "Okay, I'm interested. I'm invested." Like that would be that would be good. I would like to see that. It's the same as Jake Paul. If Jake Paul uh, gets the MMA guy, said, oh, I'm going to fight you in MMA. I'm invested. I'm watching. I'm not watching this. Dan Dance gets knocked out easy. Dan Dance is not, he's not a striker. He's not a striker. He can't punch. No, it makes sense. The whole, the, the whole thing is just for hype, for money, for views. That's if people, well, that's if people even tune to watch, because I think in this case, I mean, it's probably for me. It's a bit, little, little bit worse than Jake Paul. You have people who just don't know who Dylan Dennis is or what does he do with his time. Exactly. What, what does he do with his life? You know, I, I don't discredit his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't discredit his Brazilian jiu-jitsu at all. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting the guy. I think maybe if he got his striking a bit better, he could be actually a good MMA fighter. He probably could. Well, why but... doesn't he do that? Because it looks like he's just not doing anything with his life. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, you I know. Think he got caught up with McGregor stuff. And McGregor, he probably got a lot of money involved with McGregor. And, you know, and I think he got uh, attached to the fame bit with Twitter and all the uh, beef. And it gets, you get addictive in it. You can take, you can pull you out of what your original goal was. And I bet he probably did this sport because they love the sport. And then when money gets involved, you can change people. I think that's probably what happened. But yeah, again, this is probably good for him as well. He's probably going to get a lot of money for this fight. Fighting KSI is probably, you know, they'll probably get a lot yeah. of money. I reckon stage, though, guaranteed a stage. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, no one can. If you say yeah, KSI course, fighting course, yeah. Dallas, people are like, oh, who gives a crap? It's like WWE. Do you want to start doing things and then they're oh, oh, look at that. You know what I mean? It's, it's staged. It's staged. Speaking of Jake Paul. There was one video that kind of like did it for me that I saw. I think you, you may have seen it. I think Floyd Mayweather was assistant, was at an event with Tommy Fury. And the host said to Floyd Mayweather, that, um, Jake Paul's calling you away and he wants to fight you. And, um, uh, Floyd Mayweather said something that was almost like this. What he said was way overdue. Well, of course, Jake Paul wants to fight me. I'm only 50 years old. So, of course, he wants to fight me. And I was saying, yeah, yeah he's got. And I was thinking, yes, what you said makes a lot more sense than what the, all the other people said. They're liking the YouTubers are coming into boxing now and this or that. They like what Jake Paul's doing, making way for all the other guys who may have the fame from doing something else. They're venturing into something such as combat sports through boxing. You know, it was the first time that someone, a big name in combat sports, had actually said something that made sense, that was logical. 
this guy is just going for easy fights, easy targets, people who he knows who he can beat easily. They're not on an equal footing with him, at least in terms of age and um boxing experience. So um uh, I, I I don't I don't I'm not sure if Jake Paul actually responded to that uh, when he's um uh, when that um uh, when he heard that video what Floyd Mayweather said. Hmm. I mean, I don't discredit what Jake Paul's doing. What I discredit is when you try to put Jake Paul with the people who are on the set, on a level as like Floyd Mayweather or a level of other great fighters when who he's fought so far is and hasn't fought one boxer yet. That's exactly what I was saying to you in the last episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, and that's it. And just like KSI, until he fights an actual boxer, then we'd be like, wow. You know? Then we can say, wow. I know yeah, you yeah. just keep doing it. If I was if I was KSI, why don't you just fight eight times in one year? Why don't you just fight bums and just get a list of bums? It doesn't matter. At least you're getting a record up. You know, that's what a lot of professional fighters do. Mm. They fight a lot of bums, bums, legit bums. And then after they fight, fight, fighting a lot of legit bums, then, then they go on to fight good people for that, for a British title, or if they're in America, for a national title, or do it legit. You know, you, you, yeah. you fought these guys from May now. How about try to go for a title? Why don't you go for a British title? Why don't you go for a national title? Why don't you fight someone for a contender to fight for the national title instead of making your own city belt up and and, yeah, and do yeah. that? People will respect you a lot more. Think yes. A lot of people will respect you for that. Yeah. No? Jonathan? That, okay. I'll shut no, no. <laughs> because when you speak, um, you've got the experience of inside the cage, outside the cage, so you're more, far more well-rounded than I am. So that's why I tend to shut up and just listen to... <laughs> So what you say, oh, your pins on masses. Uh, vice versa of you, mate. You got stuff noise. I don't have as well, mate. So it's, I, I do the same. Um, any shout outs? <sighs> yeah, uh, my man over here, uh, Moses Jolly. This guy, he's fighting. He could be fighting in December time. Um, oh, is he a fire himself? Yeah, that's Moses. He's part of the multicast. Um, I don't know if you see um... Moses. Jolly. Okay. Part, part okay. Um, and Aaron you part of Motocast as well. My brother Perry and Mike Evans, you fought over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you guys both uh, won. Uh, I feel that you were both, uh, you know, it, it, I, I want to say both won. That's biased, in my opinion. If they watch the fight, will be out soon. I believe both won, but both were very close fights. Both very close fights, but I both thought you won and fought very, very well. Um, my coach, Mike James. Uh, thankful that he's been helping me out. Also, um, uh, yourself, Ike. I appreciate you having me on the show. My, my girlfriend, Nina, my father. Thank you. Um, yeah, David Johns, uh, in David John, Jim, and Binya, and uh, anybody else who's been helping me out. Uh, from from through my through through things. Uh, Levy Davis. I want to give a shout out because of what he helped me out in the past as well. That uh, I think I should give respect to you, like Levy Davis as well. Big big time. I know I've spoken to him well. Uh, ben Derzo also. Um, yeah. Thank you, Ike. And as always, thank you to my Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for having a show. No, you're welcome. Definitely. Uh, we have to get you back on. And I think, um, no, Shem, we're still 
going to have to try and interview Shem. Um, a lot of people are tracing him for his time to interview him because he's got a fight coming up in in December. Um, oh. And DP MMA, he said, he's told me recently that he can uh, probably squeeze out some time for it probably tomorrow, being Tuesday or Wednesday. But I think he is a group. No, it might be tomorrow, Tuesday. But I'll let you know. I don't think that you know. Okay. Okay. That's sound. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So, guys, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. For watching this on YouTube. And as always, you can catch the episode also, um, not just on YouTube, but also on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and on Google Podcasts. Um, so, Jonathan, till next time. Bye. Take care, man. Thank you.